welcome to the Positivity and Prosperity podcast. If you're ready for a dose of inspiration and insight, then you've come to the right place. My name is Victoria Maskell and I'm a psychotherapist, mindset coach and positivity practitioner. I help women just like you to have their own Cinderella stories and transform their mindsets to make their dreams a reality. So if you're a coach, an entrepreneur, or just looking to up-level your life, then this is the podcast for you. I'm going to be talking all things money mindset, manifesting your dream life, and how to use your subconscious to achieve anything you set your mind to. I'm going to be filling these podcast episodes with stories and inspiration for you, things to make you smile, feel supported, and get ready to crush your goals and manifest your dreams. There is no such thing as a coincidence in life. So just by listening to this podcast, you are one step closer to making your dream life, business, and mindset a reality. So if you're ready for today's dose of positivity and prosperity, then let's dive in. Hi everyone, or welcome back to another episode of the Positivity and Prosperity podcast. How is your week going? I hope wherever you are, you're happy, healthy, safe, and just having a fabulous week. Now, if this is the first episode you have come across, then welcome to the podcast family. I'm Victoria Maskell, and I create episodes on all things mindset, positivity, manifestation, and if you have got any particular episodes, any particular topics you want me to talk about, then come over to Instagram. I'm at victoria.maskell. Send me a DM, and I am creating an episode where I'm answering all of your questions. So this is the perfect time to specifically ask me whatever you want about manifestation, mindset, building a business, money mindset, whatever it is, send me a DM and I am creating an episode just for you. I'll leave all of the information in the show notes. If you ever want anything, basically click the information in the show notes and you should be able to find all of the links you could ever possibly want. Now, today I am diving into a big mistake that I see people making when they're trying to make more money or grow their businesses or achieve these big goals they have in their life. So stay tuned to see if you are making this mistake too. And probably even more importantly, stay tuned to find out how to actually change it. Now, I want to start with a bit of a story time. Now, you can tell that I'm a little bit obsessed with watching YouTube videos because they always talk about story time, but this is my podcast version of story time. So go and get yourself a cup of tea, settle back, maybe get some snacks, and let's just dive into this episode. So when I first started my business, I have to admit I was a little bit clueless about business and being a CEO and kind of all of those moving pieces and how they all come together to actually allow you to be successful. And I'm I'm probably not sure if I really knew what successful meant to me either, Um, which I think in itself was a big hurdle because I had this drive, I had this passion, I knew what I wanted to see in my life and I think that was driven by the fact that I knew what I didn't want to see, but I hadn't really defined success. I hadn't got 
that mindset, that clear, specific information of when I do this, when I have that, when I feel like this, I will be successful. Now, there were loads of elements of my nine to five that I absolutely loved and I adored, but I was really battling because I had this inner knowing that I needed to start my own business. And I think it came from the fact that my dad, my wonderful dad, was a freelance journalist. And I was really, really lucky. Like, I think about this, I just sort of look back and I just think I was so, so lucky to have him at home when I was growing up. Even little things like, um, I remember when I was in secondary school, if I was feeling poorly, I was able to stay at home and he was there to look after me. Um, or he could pick me up from school if mum was working. Now, I should say, in case my mum listens to this episode, I 100% was definitely a mummy's girl. And I remember whenever I was ill as a child, it was always my mum that I wanted. I remember like if I'd had a bad dream or a nightmare or something, I'd call for my mum. I'd never call for my dad. But as an adult, I now look back and I can see, well, hang on a minute. There was that time when my mum was at work and my dad needed to work as well, but he got to work from home. So actually he was able to look after me at the same time. And I remember, (laughs) I remember him vividly bringing me um, Rice Krispies with sugar on them, which I know is naughty, but when you're a child and you're feeling a bit poorly and that's what you want, it was just perfect. And I just remember how nice it was to have him at home. So Sorry, mum, if you're listening, you 100% did all of the looking after when I was a child. I know that. You did everything. You ran the show. You are my inspiration as an empowered woman who can be a mum, a wife, I nearly said a husband, (laughs) a business person, all of that. So my mum is superwoman. If you know her, you know that she is. Talking about business, talking about mindset, I just got to thinking about what it was like to be um, a child growing up with someone who saw their dad working from home. And I saw him have that freedom of running his own business. Um, And I joke because he's so like me, he's a total night owl and he used to work until 3 a.m. So if the cricket was on, he would take prep breaks from working in his office to go and check the cricket score. (laughs) Now, I'm not a cricket fan, I'm afraid. It's just not my thing. But seeing that, remembering that, you know, our subconscious minds are so easily programmed when we're young, I didn't see necessarily the difficulties and the struggles and the pressure and the anxiety of him having his own business. I saw the freedom and the fact that he could work from home and the fact that he got to or was able to structure in things that he loved, like watching the cricket. And he was able to make his day fit with what worked for him. So um, I think it was that passion for freedom that led me, you know, flash forward a few years later to wanting to start my own business. And I was in that position where I was so excited. I was craving this freedom, this creativity, but I was also absolutely terrified that I had made this massive leap. I just stepped out there, but I, I just didn't know where I was gonna land. Um, And for anyone else who has thought about or has maybe even started their own business, do you know what I mean? Do you know that feeling where you just have this drive, this passion, this, this desire, 
But actually going for it seems so scary. And then you start to doubt that you've made the right decision and all these limiting beliefs come up and you think, oh my God, what have I done? So there I am, I'm full of ideas. I'm knowing that I have years and years of knowledge and understanding and all of these tools and techniques to share and help and serve. But I just didn't know where to start. (laughs) So this is where I made the big mistake. This is where I made the big mistake that I see so many other people making. And not just when they start their businesses, but whenever they have a change in their business or a change in their career. The big mistake I made was that I focused on strategy. I read every book that was going on marketing, on launches, on ads, on social media, email list, web web design, you name it. You name it, I either read it, downloaded it, listened to it, watched it, because I was convinced that I needed the right strategy. You know, I had this idea of if I can just get the right strategy, that's gonna be my safety net. That's gonna be my saving grace. That's gonna allow me to create this business and make money and be successful and have all of those feelings. I just, I was so latched onto this idea because I thought that I needed the mechanics behind my business to be successful. Now, how many people listening to this have thought the same or done the same? I know I can't be the only one, I know, because I've seen it in my clients, I've seen it in my coaching friends, and I think I should probably say at this point, I am not saying you don't need to know about marketing or social media or strategy or any of those things. It's just that they shouldn't come first. That is the big mistake. That is the mindset block, if you like, that so many people have when they're changing. So when they're changing their career, when they're changing their um, business model, when they're up-leveling, we all get into this place where we think, right, I need a new strategy. I need the latest strategy. And, you know, marketers know about this because if you ever see on Instagram or Facebook, any type of sponsored ads, they're going to talk about giving you the perfect step-by-step strategy. And this is great marketing because it works so well because that's our pain point. We sit there and we think, right, if I just had those three key steps to marketing my business, to growing my email list, to getting more clients, then then I would be successful. And I'm holding my hands up because I have totally done this. And I guarantee there will be people listening to this thinking this same. So we're all in the same boat. Um, It's a bit like, I always give the analogy of skincare. Um, And if you want a top skincare tip, don't forget to go and watch that collab, uh, watch, listen to that collaboration episode because the wonderful Katie Marshall um, gives you amazing tips on skincare right now. So highly recommend that. But it's a bit like skincare because you need to prep your skin before putting premium products on it. If you're the kind of person that wears foundation, you know that you need to either prime or moisturize or exfoliate or just cleanse your skin. Otherwise, you could take the most beautiful foundation. Um, I am such a fan of Estee Lauder Double Wear. I have worn it since I was 16. It's like my absolute go-to. I just love it. I just think it's amazing. I've tried so many other foundations and nothing works as well on my skin as Estee Lauder Double Wear. Um, 
That's a side note. If you want a foundation tip and you have got oily combination skin and you like some nice coverage, hop over to Estee Lauder Double Wear. But if I was putting that on my skin without cleansing my skin or moisturizing or exfoliating or taking off yesterday's makeup, the foundation wouldn't work as well. So you have to prep your mindset before implementing the strategies, otherwise they are just not going to work. You could, you've probably got, um, if you're anything like me, in your inbox, in your emails, saved to your kind of screenshots, folders, so many amazing tips on strategy in your business to help you make money, to help you start your business, to help you grow your career, or even, even things like confidence boosting. But if you don't have the right mindset, it's not gonna work. It's gonna be like, putting foundation on dry, cracked, uneven skin. It is just not going to look good. And it's not the strategy's fault, it's not the foundation's fault, it's the foundation of your mindset, it's the basis that you've put it on that needs to be changed. So you could have the best strategy with automations and funnels and emails and all of that fancy kind of technology piece that you know is just not my zone of genius, but if your mindset isn't in the right place, it is simply not going to get you the results you crave. That's it, that is the bottom line with this. And here's why. So grab a notebook and write this bit down. This is the reason why. This is the bit that people don't really talk about. I know people debate mindset versus strategy, but they don't explain why, and that is what I want to do now. So this is what you need to write down. Every result we get starts with a subconscious program or belief. So every result we get starts with a subconscious program or a belief. So what that means is the money you have in your bank account right now started as a belief in your subconscious mind. Or the clients you have or the products you've sold started as a belief in your subconscious mind. The book you've written or the event you've spoken at or the promotion you got in your nine to five started in your subconscious mind. And these programs lead to thoughts and feelings which lead you to take certain actions which lead you to get certain results. And that is the order it always goes in. No matter what stage of your business you're in, what stage of your career or anything you're in, programs lead to thoughts and feelings which lead to actions which then lead to results. So when we search for new strategies, we're just not going deep enough. We are just, we're, we're basically just changing our actions, but we're not going back. We're not going back to our thoughts and our feelings and that deeper programming we have around bigger concepts like success, money, our worth, being a business owner or being that person who gets the promotion strategies don't work unless you work on your mindset. That is the big takeaway from this episode. If you just take one thing, strategies don't work unless you work on your mindset. And maybe you're listening to this and thinking, I don't know if this episode is actually for me because maybe I'm not in that place in my business or maybe I don't even have a business. This still applies to absolutely anything. Maybe you are trying to um, find a partner, grow new relationships, get better friendships. Maybe you are trying to um, change your body shape or eat more healthily. It's exactly the same thing. Strategies for diet, exercise, fitness, confidence, they don't work unless you work on your mindset. And this sneaky little trick 
comes into play if you're also up-leveling your business. So the mindset work really is never done. It is just a constant cycle, but it gets easier and easier. And when you learn the tools and the techniques, you get so much faster at spotting these mindset gaps and then transforming them. So every time we pivot, every time we go to that next level in life, we come across these beliefs and it's normal. We come across new ideas, new beliefs that can potentially hold us back. So it might be, for example, that initially you thought you couldn't make any money in your business and that was your initial stumbling block. But then you did the work, you did the mindset work, you took the advice and you made your first 5K. Or maybe you made 10K or more and then just everything started to just fit into place and then you decided you wanted to go bigger but then suddenly the strategies weren't working anymore you started to think wait hang on a minute what is going on I thought I had this why isn't this converting or why am I not making any progress anymore and in actual fact what I see in my clients and what actually often happens is that things actually start getting worse they start going backwards for you. So you start seeing a drop in sales or a drop in engagement on social media or clients are coming to you and there are more objections or more reasons that aren't um, the reasons that they're not signing up to work with you or you're just getting blocks. And all of this, all of this is because of mindset. And it's because that next level that you're aiming for needs a next level mindset to go with it. So scaling up the strategies or, oh, this is, such, this is something I have been so guilty of and I now recognize it in myself, but I still do it sometimes. Scaling up the business, yes. Scaling up the strategies or putting in the extra hours and going into hustle mode. This is so common. We push. We think we need to push. We think we need to go harder. We need to put in more hours because we think, well, hang on a minute. If I do more, then I'll get more. But it is not going to cut it. It's not going to make a difference if your subconscious mind isn't on board with that next level of effort or income. And one of the common blocks I see is when people are actually wanting to take their life to the next level, whether that is business or their career, the big block they have is that they think it is gonna to be too much hard work. Now, I'm not saying people are lazy, not at all. I'm saying that what happens is we have this fear that we're gonna to have to sacrifice something to go to the next level. Because maybe you've got things into your business where actually it flows nicely, you're in your comfort zone, maybe you've got some support, or maybe you're just doing it all by yourself, but you've got it. You know what you do, you've got a little routine, and maybe it still allows you time to spend with your family, To I was about to say go to the gym, currently in uh, May 2020, that's not an option, but you know, it might be um, cook those meals you've always wanted to cook, time to do yoga, time to go for a walk. And then this idea of up-leveling makes you think, oh my God, I'm gonna have to work 10 times harder. I'm gonna have to go back to that place where I sacrifice sleep and I sacrifice my time and it gets really stressful. Because um, maybe uh, you're starting to think, well, this extra time, where am I gonna get it from? Maybe you're thinking about the extra investment or the extra learning. Whatever it is, it is really, really common to have these fears and blocks because it means we're coming out of our comfort zones. 
And if we've, especially if we've already pushed through one comfort zone, it's like we need to push ourselves to get uncomfortable again. And guess what? Our subconscious mind does not like being uncomfortable. They would actually rather we stayed in a negative place if it felt normal. And I know that sounds crazy, but the subconscious mind wants to avoid any threats to survival. It wants to keep us happy and healthy and safe. And sometimes, because it can't rationalize, because it's not like the conscious mind, what happens is it keeps us in a negative state. And I know it sounds crazy, but it thinks it's protecting us. So, so what do we do? What do we do? We turn to strategy. We turn to strategy as a way of avoiding and ignoring these nasty, niggly, negative feelings, and we choose not to face them. We choose not to rewrite these limiting beliefs because actually, we just would rather focus on something else. And the added bonus with this, which is such another sneaky little mindset thing is, we get that feeling of reward because, well, hang on a minute, I'm taking action. And we have it programmed into us that success takes hard work, that we need to hustle, that we need to push, that we need to do to get. So we have this really deep subconscious programming around this. We convince ourselves that actually we're doing a good thing. You know, we think, oh, this is going to lead to success. Um, We're going to follow all these strategies. We're going to take all of this time and this effort and there's that added bonus. Hang on a minute. I don't have to face my fears. I don't have to face those limiting beliefs that are like lurking like gremlins in the background. And that is why we focus on strategy. And it doesn't have to be fear of too much hard work because everyone's mindsets are different. We've all had different experiences. It might be that we want to make more money, for example. We want to up level in our lives, in our businesses, but the fear could be of not being good enough. It could be that fear of criticism from others. You know, that that classic, um, who do you think you are? Who do you think you are calling yourself an expert? How do you think you can charge X, Y, Z? Those kind of comments. And a lot of times people have never actually experienced anyone saying this, but the subconscious perceives that that is what is gonna happen. And the more we worry about it, the more we think, oh my God, wouldn't it be awful if Susie turned around and said, oh, who, who are you to call yourself an expert in whatever you do? Who are you to think you could get that promotion? And the subconscious is like, whew, we don't wanna experience that. That sounds pretty horrible. So let's just not go there. I mean, it could be anything. It could be the idea of having more money makes you feel stressed or anxious or guilty or overwhelmed. The list just goes on. But whatever it is, it leads to self-sabotage. And then as a coping strategy, we throw all of our efforts into the strategy piece. Now, I don't know why, but (laughs) I'm laughing because you'll, well, you'll see why I'm laughing. I'm laughing because this particular analogy has just come into my head, but... It's a bit like Bart Simpson, you know Bart Simpson, the the boy from The Simpsons, trying to execute Tony Robbins' strategy. Now, Tony Robbins is incredibly good at what he does, he's incredibly successful, he puts a lot of time and effort into things, and of course, he is going to have a clear strategy. There is no way that he is as successful as he is without that strategy. But it's like Bart Simpson driving that forward. It's just not gonna work because the mindset piece isn't there. 
Now, I have no idea why Bart Simpson was the first person, the first person, the first person that came into my head, but you get the gist. You are the driving force of your business and your mindset is really the CEO, not the strategy, not the implementation, not the automate, automation, that's not a word, automation. You and your mindset are so, so key. So what can we do about it? What can we do about it? Well, it's time to get uncomfortable. That's it. It's time to get uncomfortable and dig into the mindset piece. Like that analogy of, do I peel the plaster off or do I just rip it off? Ripping it off is always going to be better. And I used to be a peeler. I remember soaking plasters off in the bath. That's how uncomfortable I was with the idea of ripping a plaster off. But I remember, again, my mum just looking at me and going, uh, Victoria, just, just come here for a second and then ripping it off. And at first I was like, oh my God, that was awful. But then it was done and it was over and I felt so much better. And it's exactly the same when you start working on your mindset because it's so normal to have fears and doubts and to have fears and doubts about our abilities and ourselves in general. We're human, that's normal. We should celebrate it. I literally could do a whole podcast episode on my own limiting beliefs about myself, being a business owner, my abilities. Um, And to be honest, I'd have to do a new episode about each time I move forward in my business because it was always new limiting beliefs, new blocks, new ideas that were rearing their ugly head. So if you're listening to this and that's how you're feeling, you're not alone. And I am totally here to support you with this. In fact, the first thing I'm going to recommend is that you come and join my Facebook group. My Facebook group is called Next Level Money Mindset. So I'm gonna leave the links in the show notes because in this group, I will show you how to earn your worth. I'll show you how to up-level your bank account and then as a result, be able to live that lifestyle that you dream of. You know the one I'm talking about, the one that goes on your vision boards, the one that you dream about, the one that you've maybe created screensavers for, all of those things, I'm going to show you how to create it. And the group is already full of videos, tools, tips, and I'm going to be going live every single week with more help answering your questions and giving you all of that mindset advice. So this is the best place for you to start transforming your mindset. So you can either search next level money mindset in Facebook. You can follow me on Instagram if you're not already. And if you click the link in my bio, the first link in there will take you straight to the Facebook group. Or if you've ever got any questions, send me an email. So it's victoria at victoriamaskell.com and I will send you all of the details, so don't worry. So that is the first thing. That is the first thing you can do to start transforming things. And then the second thing I'm going to say is get all of your fears out onto paper. So I want you to ask yourself, how am I holding myself back from the next level? How am I holding myself back from the next level? And this is going to be different for everyone. So for some of you, this might be in your business, this might be in your money, this might be in your career, or this might just be in some other area of your life. It doesn't matter. Ask yourself, how am I holding myself back from the next level? Then I want you to say, where is fear stopping me from? And then add your goal. So this might be starting my business making more money, 
hitting my next level of income, getting that promotion or whatever it is for you. So first question, how am I holding myself back from the next level? Second question, where is fear stopping me from? And then add your goal. Because if you don't know what is there, you just can't change it. That's as simple as it is. If you don't uncover it, you can't change it. And then the third thing I want you to do whenever you use strategy is just to ask yourself, why am I doing this? What's driving this action? And this is a really great way to see if you're coming from fear or from alignment. Because strategy is absolutely amazing. It helps you get organized. It helps you remove overwhelm. It helps you actually run your business. But only when you have the mindset to match. So remember that the key takeaway from today's episode is that strategies don't work unless you work on your mindset. And I'm looking forward to seeing you all in the Next Level Money Mindset group on Facebook. The link is in my bio in IG if you're part of the family there. And if not, come and say hi. Don't forget, I am victoria.maskell and I absolutely, 100% love hearing from you all. I love it because I get to send you voice notes and messages back. And if you found this episode useful, then take a screenshot, tag me and I will feature you on my stories. Now, have a great day, everyone. Get challenging that mindset and I look forward to seeing you in the Next Level Money Mindset group. Thank you so much for listening. If you like this content, I would so love it if you could leave me an iTunes review. You would totally make my day and you'd help this podcast to reach other listeners just like you. And if you know someone who this content would help, then please share it with them. Share the love, share the positivity. I hope you all have a wonderful and prosperous day and I will see you all in the next episode.